Ladies and others, Andy here. I went from depressed and suicidal to living a life of abundance and joy. If I can do it, you sure as hell can too. This is the Inner Winner Show. Let's fucking go. One of my mates, one of my really good mates, has started his own business recently. Actually, he started it a while ago, but he's really been pursuing it and pushing it a hell of a lot more and, you know, really going for it. And he recently said to me, you know, my biggest fear at the moment is that everything I'm building will fail and I will have to try and go and just forge a normal career in something that I don't want to do. In other words, if we zoom out a little bit and apply this to other goals, it's basically the fear that a lot of us have where it's, I'm worried that I will fail this goal and then I have to go back to living my old complacent life that I really don't want to live. And I will feel like a failure. I won't be able to look myself in the eyes in the mirror. I'll feel like I've let myself down. I will feel like other people will be disappointed in me. All of these sort of fears and stories that come along with, essentially, a fear of failure. And so we talked for a little bit. And one of the things that I said to him was, yes, this is an incredibly normal fear. This is something that I personally had for the first probably, I don't know, three years of, you know, my website. And once I got to a point where I started to earn some money from my coaching, my God, I had so many fears of like, what if this fails? What if I can't pay the bills? What if I have to go back to a normal job? Like I can't do that. And Emmy had all of these fears as well. So if any of you listening aren't familiar, the rough I guess, timeline of what we did is for the first couple of years of me doing coaching and my, sorry, the first couple of years of me doing my website, I had no interest in coaching. Absolutely not. Didn't make any money. It just, it wasn't something that I even thought about. And then slowly people started asking me for coaching. I did little bits and pieces. It was very cheap at the start. It was like $20 an hour or something or $10 an hour, something like that. I did a couple for free actually, and slowly building it up. And at some point got to a point where it's like, I can see a pathway that maybe in the next year I could pay the bills from coaching. And I said to Emmy, we had this big discussion and I said to her, if you quit your job, I can act it. I can really, really, really see how, if you just weren't working your job, you could do so much to help me build this and we could build this together. You could be sharing my content on Reddit or other websites to get my name out there. You could be answering all my emails. You could be doing this. You could be doing that. You could be sitting down and doing podcasts with me because it's easier to do podcasts with somebody else than it is by yourself because you have somebody else to carry half of the weight. You know, you could come up with ideas for my podcast. You could reach out to other YouTube channels and say, hey, would you like to come on? You know, can Andy come on your content? And so, you know, we had this discussion and I basically said, if you quit your job right now, we can't pay the bills right now, like not even fucking close to it, even less so if you quit your job, because then I'm supporting or we're supporting two people with my not enough income right now. But I can see how if you just make this leap of faith and we make this leap of faith together, even though we're fucking terrified, maybe we can just, you know, take out a loan. And we did. We took out a $20,000 loan at that point. We, we'd already taken out like a $20,000 loan before that. But I was like, take out another loan and maybe we can make it in a year from now. How much fear and doubt do you think we had under those circumstances? And I owed money in taxes. I still do. You know, that's slowly being paid off now that I'm earning more money. But man, we had like 35, I think it was like $40,000 in debt. Plus this is in Australian dollars, by the way. So that's like, you know, 30,000 US dollars. And we owed a bunch of tax. I don't know how much at that point, maybe another 10 grand in tax, 
So, you know, like 7,000 US dollars. And man, like the pressure on my shoulders and on her shoulders as well. What if it fails? Holy shit, we'll be saddled with this like $30,000 in debt. You know, we'll feel like complete failures. For Imogen, she was really worried about like, what will I tell my parents if this doesn't work? Hey, parents, I have $30,000 in debt. And we had to go through all of those kind of fears. It's such an incredibly normal thing. A lot of guys who are working on their sex or their dating life right now, they're putting so much aside to do that. Those of you who are doing that, you're making a big sacrifice. You're telling yourself, I won't work on my career. I won't work on my social life, even though you, you know, you can work on those things a little bit, but I'll put them slightly to the side. I'm getting older. Is this shallow what I'm doing? Like for a lot of you, you're in your thirties or there's a couple of you even that are in your forties. It's like, I'm in my forties. Like, can I be affording to do this? I even had a, I did a, I had a coaching call with a guy who was like 59 and it's like, you know, he had all those same fears. Like, am I way too old to be trying to have sex? Like, what am I doing with my life? Aren't I supposed to be like a spiritual guru, like a wise old man, you know, entering his sixties? Like, why am I just trying to have sex? Like, what is that? So it's a very common thing of like, what if this goal that I'm working on fails when I've put so much on the line to even do it in the first place? You know, in my case, the business stuff, or paying the bills. And before that, getting laid as well. I was 30 when I first started trying to really work on my sex life. And I had all these fears too. What if this fails and I'm just a 30 year old man who has zero dollars to his name, has never done anything with his life, you know, went to jail in his twenties and hasn't made up for that at all. Like my life is just nothing like, and then what I'm going to spend all this time trying to have sex and get laid and it amounts to nothing. Like what a waste of a life. Like what the fuck would be the point? It's a very strong common fear that a lot of us have. And, you know, as I said to my friend who was worried about his business, like, what if it doesn't succeed? I said, even if it fails, but first of all, like, why would it in the first place? You have proof that it's growing every year. And for a lot of you, you have proof that your goal is actually like working, that you're making progress. But I said, like, even if it did fail, you don't have to go back to a normal job. You would just start another business. You're an entrepreneur now. Like you can't untake that red pill, so to speak. You've had a taste of what it's like to not be a wage slave. You can't unlearn that. It's like you've, you've attained a higher level. You've moved yourself further in this self-improvement thing. You can't go back. Or maybe you would go back to a normal job like temporarily and then you'd just probably quit after six months and you'd go back to starting your business. Or maybe you would, you know, work on your business on the side while you're also, you know, working this job to just support yourself. And for a lot of you, the same thing. It's like, even if you didn't have sex or that didn't work out, it's like, then you just take a break for a little while, gather yourself and you'd go back and try again. A lot of you, or most of you, like once you've actually started this stuff, maybe all of you, you're not capable of going back to that normal complacent life that you had. Like, how would you even go back? Like, why would you... I don't even understand how you would go back. This would always be tempting you. Your self-improvement, your goals would always be there. Maybe you can self-medicate through that for a little while. You can put it off for a little bit, but it will always be calling. And this applies to all of you, no matter what your goal. Like a lot of you, like I said, are worried that you're going to fail or quit or just go back to your regular life. How even could you? You've had a taste of the self-improvement life now. You can't untake that red pill. You can't unlearn that. The reason that a lot of people don't achieve big goals is because they don't even know that 
those goals exist. They don't even know it's possible. They don't even have a pathway or a plan. They don't know how they would ever do that. And so once you've had a taste of that, which all of you have if you're working on goals, you can't really go back. So go out there, ladies and gentlemen, don't worry so much about going to the, back to that complacent life that you had before. You're not really capable of it. Just keep pushing forwards. Don't quit. That's the only thing that matters. It doesn't matter if you fail. You get unlimited retries. You can always just keep trying again for the rest of your life. You have infinite retries. Go out there, keep pushing forward, and crush those goals.